You're listening to the Run the Riot podcast, where we talk about all things ultra running. I'm your host, David Terrio, and man, I'm pumped that you are here. Let's see what we can get into today. Hey there, my friends. Just want to let you know about something new I've got going on here at Run the Riot Podcast and Coaching. It's a newsletter. It's a weekly newsletter. Uh, and what it's going to be, man, is just some quick, a quick nugget here and there every week uh, about something to do with training, nutrition, uh, links to the latest podcast episode, um, and some motivation. You know, kind of just what's going on in my head and things that I think might help you in your running journey and in life. Like I said, don't worry. I'm not going to spam you. It's not going to be long. If you just go to news.runtheriot.run and uh, just subscribe right there. Uh, News.runtheriot.run and check it out. The Run the Riot podcast is brought to you by the Outlaw Race Series. You need to check these guys out at www.outlaw100.com. There are a ton of races and they're all fantastic. First of all, in January, there's Winter Rock with distances 25K and 12K. In February, the flagship of the Outlaw 100 Race Series, the Outlaw 100 in Wilberton, Oklahoma, with distances from 135 miles all the way down to the 5K. Prairie Spirit in March in Ottawa, Kansas. Distances 100 miles down to 50K. Lake McMurtry in April in Stillwater, Oklahoma. 100K down to 5K. The Greater Roadrunner Trail Run at Roman Nose State Park in Watonga, Oklahoma in May. Distances 4 to 12 miles. And then the Flower Moon in Pawhuska, also in May, from 50 miles all the way down to 4 miles. Then there's the Dark and Dirty in July in Wilburton, Oklahoma. There's a 50K all the way down to 5K, and you can run trail or gravel. Then there's the Honey Badger 100, also in July. 100 mile and 50 mile. That's a hot one on pavement. Fun. (laughs) Then there's a Flat Rock in Independence, Kansas. Distances, 101 mile all the way down to 12K. That's in September. In October, we've got the Kansas Rails to Trails Extravaganza in Ottawa, Kansas. 100 mile all the way down to half marathon. And last but certainly not least, the Thunderbird in Norman, Oklahoma in November. 100K all the way down to 5K. These are great trail runs put on for ultra runners, by ultra runners. Guys, you will get taken care of if you go do these races. You'll get awesome medals, amazing buckles, and some nice swag. Check them out at www.outlaw100.com. All right. Well, I am here again with Nick Fowler, Mr. PCT, self-supported FKT man. What's happening, Nick? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I told you I was going to make fun of you walking up here, man. You you were gingerly, it's been two weeks, about two weeks, and uh, was you were walking pretty slow getting to the door here, man. I thought it was fast. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I, you I should see me on stairs. I really was. I wasn't like when until I saw you, like I, in my brain, you know, I'm thinking, oh, it's been a little while, but it, yeah, it's only been two weeks. And so when I saw you walking up, I, I laughed at you, but uh, like, I was like, oh yeah, he's still, still recovering and stuff, man. So, I mean, yeah, we talked a little bit before we started recording. Yeah. How you feeling? I mean, share a little bit of the, the after effects of 2,600 something miles or whatever. 2,655. Okay. Yeah. Some people are going to listen to that and laugh. Like, that's so specific. Like, no, dude, you earned that. (laughs) But that's not, that's just the trail miles. That's not like 
resupply miles or oh yeah you know you have there's so many places you have to go like 0.1 miles off trail just to get water okay yeah you know like between 20 mile water carries so you have to do it you know yeah but uh, yeah so it was a few miles yeah a few miles so you you i mean you probably covered i don't know how, how much extra you think just just it, probably uh, an extra 15 miles yeah on top okay. of it okay so just for everybody listening pct north to south self-supported fkt 52 days, nine hours, and 18 minutes. That's pretty awesome, dude. It wasn't what I wanted, but I'll take it. Well, so I have to let you know, man, as you were posting, you post your, your days, you know, what, how much you did and all that. I had a spreadsheet, uh-huh. and when you'd post it, I had, I had uh, if you did 50 miles a day uh-huh. and, like, how many miles you had left to go, and I'd fill it in, and I would do it every day. Every day you would post because you went a little bit of time, and we'll talk about it in a minute. You know, where you, where you, you waited a little while before you had to post cause you were dealing with weather and all kind of other stuff. And, but anyway, I was having fun tracking you, man. It was cool. Oh, I'm honored that you're tracking me. <laughs> yeah. I was cheering you yeah. on, man. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, let's start off with, cause we, you know, we, you've been on the podcast before and we've talked about some of the other, this is your third FKT that's on the site. And, uh, so you've done the, the Pacific Northwest trail. That's the first time we had you on, you did the Ozark trail. And then now you've got this big old Pacific Crest Trail, FKT. And so you, you're learning stuff. I think, I don't know, it's like each time it sounds like you're, you're learning better how to, how to do it. So when you, but this was so much bigger than the others. And so how did you, number one, what, what did you do differently in, in, in training? And then I want to talk about logistics and all that stuff. But so how did you, how did you get yourself ready for this? I took the Kathleen Egan approach. So, uh, so what is the Kathleen yeah, Egan approach? What is that? Tell just, me. just go out and have fun. Okay, All right. you know. <laughs> nice. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I was on crutches in December. Yeah. And then I went and did part of the Washtenaw Trail as an ankle recovery hike. I didn't finish the trail because my ankle wasn't ready, but I was being smart about it. Yeah. You know, so I was like, okay, I can't, I have to stop here. Yeah. And, and gone off. Good. Um, then. Did the Buffalo River Trail, then I went and did the Arizona Trail, and then I did the Hayduke Trail. Yeah, and then I did about eleven hundred miles of the PCT before actually starting the FKT. Oh, did did you you did it and came back and then went do it, or you just went do it and then started over? What did you, how did so I I was kind of like section hiking, if you will. Yeah, yeah. with with my car, like okay. I would I would okay. go park at a trailhead. Yeah. And then I would go in 50 miles, you know, you know, camp and yeah. then come back to the car Okay. and then go the opposite direction. Yeah. Another 50 miles and then come back to my car and then I would drive up trail. Yeah. So, so that way it was like, you know, I was always resupplying and I always had cold liquids in my fridge in my car. So, but yeah, it was fun. Okay. So yeah. So you did, did you, you do that while you were, while you were heading up to the start? Is that when you did that or you uh-huh. would do, okay, okay. Yeah. Cause I remember we talked about, you were going to drive up there to kind of take your time. So you do, you did a bunch of it on the way there. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. A lot of people you think would just kind of be resting and how long did you take to drive up there though, to do that? So basically I did have to come back to Oklahoma. I had to take care of some business for about a week and a half. Okay. But other than that week and a half from the beginning of June to mid July, I was on the PCT preparing. And I started the FKT on the on the 16th of July. Okay, gotcha. So basically about a month and a week. Okay. Of 
30 to 40 miles a day. Just just having fun on the trails and yeah. 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 You know, and you're kind of reconning, seeing what you're going to deal with on the way. I mean, that's, that's a smart way to do it if you got the time, you know? Yeah. Um, but I wanted, when I started the PCT, I wanted my, I wanted to have 40 mile a day trail legs already. Okay. To where like 40 miles, you know, felt like 10 miles. Yeah. Yeah. And you felt like you had that? Yeah. Yeah. You were able to just go out and crush, crush some miles. And- yeah. I wasn't even sore on day two. Nice. Yeah. It was awesome. Nice. That's, that's, that's my legs weren't sore. My stomach was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, your ankle was it? Was it pretty good when you started? I mean, was it pretty healed when you started? I mean, any issues? I did. So I had a scare moment on day six or seven, where like a real sharp pain came in that exact spot. Okay. And yeah, yeah. I was like, oh crap, how this? So, but I, you know, but I had, I took a lot of stuff with me for my ankle just in case. Yeah. Like I took an ankle brace. Okay. I took, you know, a couple different wraps. I took different creams. I, I had, I had an ankle kit. So, so, okay. Cause we talked about last time we talked about, you know, I was joking around about people that shave their little toothbrush to make it light. So that's, that's like weight that you're bringing. It was, it was a significant amount of weight. So your for ankle me. kit. Yeah. Like probably it sounds like you had at least that. I don't know. It was about a half pound. Half pound. Okay. That's yeah. what I was going to say. It was a half lot pound. of weight. When, yeah. Half, but, but my entire base weight was seven and a half pounds. So base weight, base weights without food, right? Without food and water. Okay. And you were carrying a significant amount of food and, food and water with you probably. Oh yeah. Like, like four, four to four and a half pounds of food a day. Okay. Towards the end. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So when it, you, when like you. Like 30, I, my pack was up to 35 pounds at a certain points. 35 pounds going, trying to get 50 miles a day on average. That's you started out with, and uh, dude, that's, that's tough stuff, man. Were you, when you were training, dri- driving up there and, and doing your, your 50 miles out and back or whatever, were you carrying some weight to, to try to simulate that? Or are you just kind of trying to get it? Yeah. Done? I actually would leave like a gallon of water in my bag. Mm. Like just in like the main compartment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then of course I had other stuff with me too. Yeah. Well, you gotta, I mean, yeah. Cause you're. You know, people listening know even on a, on a race, if you're not used to carrying a pack or anything, I mean, your upper body will get sore and, you know, so you, I mean, you had to train that too. Yeah. And evidently you worked a lot of it because you lost a lot of it on the way out there. Uh, I, 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 I've already gained 15 pounds since I quit. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I have, I've been eating a lot. Yeah. I bet, I yeah, bet. But I'm still underweight. And like I told Hannah, I was like, I'd like to stop right here. And she's like, no, you're going to gain some more. <laughs> <laughs> Call you little Nick. Oh, man. So, yeah. So you, that, that, what a cool way to, to train. You just get out there and have fun hitting trails, do the Hey Duke, like we talked about in the last podcast and everything. And just, just adventuring. I mean, that's, dude, I love that. It's, it's so much better than the training I do. Just. You know, running the roads during the week and then, I don't know, run the trail around Tulsa and some of Turkey Mountain all weekends. Like, I got 30 miles to do Saturday morning around Turkey Mountain. You know, it's like, oh, it's the same thing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, because 30 or 40 miles on the Haiti Trail is just like a dream. Yeah. Yeah. Scenery and, oh, man. All right. I got to work to get toward that where I can do that. <laughs> just get out and adventure, man. That's <laughs> Yeah, just thinking about you, Tom, makes me want to go back. Oh, man. Yeah, because you, I mean, you spent so much time before the last podcast out in Utah, canyoneering and doing all that stuff. And so it sounds like 
it's been a little while since you've gotten to be out there then. Yeah, I haven't been canyoneering. <gasps> Not at all this year? No. No, well, I did on the Hey Duke Trail. Okay. I take that right. back. You did a little bit but of- I haven't done like a canyoneering specific trip. Yeah. Like on yeah. the on the Hey Duke Trail, I I made up some alternates that required some technical canyoneering. Gotcha. So like yeah. I took the gear and like had to do it, but it wasn't like it was I still consider that a through hike. Yeah. Yeah. With some extra fun in it. Yeah. Yeah. But I haven't like Yeah, I miss the videos, man, of yeah. uh, you like going down and Bumping yourself and saying funny things. <laughs> you hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's good. That's crazy. Okay. That, you got something to kind of look forward to then, man. You know, and get healed up and, you know, get out there and do some canyoneering now. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so anyway, you did all that. Our, I saw the picture of your, when you were getting all your food stash ready to ship. Oh, when I was packing? When you were packing uh-huh. and all. And I was like, whoa. Like, you know, in my brain, I knew it was going to be a lot. But mm-hmm. when I saw it, it was a picture or a video you did of it. And you you had, how many resupplies did you have? Oh, I I, I should have expected you to ask me that question. And I should have came with the answers. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to go back and count. But on average, like every three to four days. Okay. So 52 divided by three yeah, and a half. Yeah. At 12. 10, 13, 10, in, in the teens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's one of the things that's even, so even like I'm going to do the Moab, you know, 200 in, you know, in October. And so the logistics for that even, and it's an organized trail, you know, but I still have to make sure that my wife can, you know, she can only meet me at certain spots. And so I got to make sure I have all that, but that this is self-supported. So it's like you. And you got to ship it somewhere and you got to ship it somewhere where you can get to it off of the trail. And that's, that's a lot of logistics. It was kind of fun to plan though. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, like, I think FKTs are like the funnest strategy game there is because, you know, not only is there the training, you know, the food, the weight of the food, the calories, where are you going to resupply? Yeah. Cause like sometimes you have to make a decision of. Like, honestly, I think the hardest thing about a long self-supported FKT is the, the resupply logistics. Yeah. Like the hardest one I had was between Syed Valley and Bernie Falls State Park. Yeah. Which was a fairly long carry. But that was because in the middle, I could have resupplied at Castella, but Castella wasn't like close to two miles off trail. Hmm. Yeah. One way. Yeah. And I'm like, I ain't going to do that. Yeah. So then you have to make the decision, okay, so then you have to carry way more food, way more weight. Yeah. So what, it, so what, yeah, it'll be slower and more effort. So yeah. Is it the two miles or the weight, you know? Yeah. Right. And so I went for just skip Castella. Okay. And so the thing is like, so Syed Valley is like the first resupply spot. Like once you get into California and so I'm going South. So Oregon's like the easiest state. Okay. And so I'm doing 50, I'm averaging 55 miles a day through Oregon. But my plan was once I got to Northern California was to slow down. Yeah. Because Northern California is a little bit harder than Oregon. Okay. Not a lot harder, but a little bit. Yeah. And so, but the problem is once I get to Northern California and I get to Syed Valley, I do the math and the miles to get to Bernie Falls before Bernie Falls General Store closes at 5 p.m. on Monday. Yeah. (laughs) Crap. (laughs) And I'm like, I can't slow down. In fact, I have to speed up. (laughs) 
<laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I mean, if I had, if I had slowed down or even maintained 55 miles per day, I would have gotten there like two hours after they closed. Yeah. And then, you have to and then I have to wait for them to open up at like nine in the morning the next day. Yeah. That's losing a half day. What time were you starting? 4 a.m. Okay. Yeah. 4 a.m. What time typically would you, would you be done? I mean, it all varied, but I, my goal was to be sleeping by 10. Okay. All right. So, I mean, and sometimes has, I got to bed at eight. Yeah. Which was awesome. Yeah. I'm like, how the hell did I just do 55 miles and I feel great, you know? And it's, yeah. you know, but then there was sometimes like, between Syed Valley and Bernie Falls, there were several days I stopped at midnight. Four hours of rest and then get at it again? Yeah. Ish. <laughs> uh, yeah. More more like, oh, well, and I also had, I was getting up earlier. Okay. Uh, to make sure I made it. Because I didn't know like the trail conditions, like what if it gets harder? Yeah. And it slows me down. And I was like, so I was like, so I gave myself, I didn't want to get there at like 4.30. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to get there at 3.00. Okay. I'm going to plan for three in case I get slowed down. Yeah. But yeah, I only got three hours of sleep for four days in a row on that. Oh, man. I was pretty toast after that. I bet. I bet. But you made it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you made it. Yeah. The resupply logistics is the, the hardest part on a self-supported. So in in your resupply, because I, I was curious about this, in your resupply, you got you got, you got got to figure out the calories you need before the next resupply. So you've got, well, what, was your, what, what were your go-to foods? So I had... Probably close to 4,000 calories in, in like cold soaking stuff. Okay. Which would be like protein shake mixes that I had made up or, you know, like oatmeals, okay. beans, hemp bar seeds, cheese okay. seeds. Okay. Oh. Um, food food. Yeah. Okay. You said protein mixes that you made up. Yeah. So I made my, my own protein shake concoction. That's, right. that's like 800 calories for one shake. Has like collagen in it. Okay. Has protein powder in it, has peanut butter powder in it, has okay. milk powder, has a bunch of stuff in it. Uh, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Cause I do, I do like, I do collagen every morning and, and I have protein shake and stuff like that. But no, that's, that's smart. That's, that's a good, and you just have them in a little baggie or something. And yeah. Or, how did you bring a shaker bottle with you? Yeah. <laughs> a, a Skippy uh, a peanut butter jar. <laughs> That's one of my favorite pieces of gear. That's very versatile. You know, you can drink with it, you know. Yeah, I can make my oatmeal in it, make my beans in it, and also make my shakes in it. I also had, you know, like the Country Time Pink Lemonade Mix. Yeah. I yeah. had about 300 calories of that a day. Dude, that's probably a lot because there's not a lot of calories in that, huh? It's a decent amount. Okay, I mean, okay. it, would be, it would be for each peanut butter jar worth, it was about 100 calories. Did your peanut butter taste like protein that tastes like? Oatmeal tastes like beans. In the beginning, I actually did a pretty good job of rinsing it out. Okay. Because I was like, I'm in this for the long haul and, you know, I don't want there to be mold. And yeah. But at the end, I didn't care. You, didn't, <laughs> you were getting your penicillin and everything. Dude, I'd be, I would be drinking pink lemonade that had oatmeal in it. <laughs> like, I'm like, ah, oh, finally got that chia seed out of that corner. Been working on that for a while. It's <laughs> nice. Well, no, but I guess you got to get creative though, you know, cause you, you need, you can't just eat um, something long like that. 50 something days. I mean, I guess you can, but you can't just eat like trash. I mean, I know you ate some trash. I'm sure you ate some. some oh I, yeah. I ate some junk. Um, and because I mean, so I, I packed 10,000 a day or I started off with 5,000 and then I slowly progressed to 10,000. Wow. Cause I knew in the beginning I wouldn't be hungry enough. 
Yeah, for ten thousand. Okay, but, but by Mid Oregon, I was eating ten thousand. But I mean, I had like three different fruity candies a day. Okay. You know, I had a chocolate bar a day. Okay, I had chips, Cheez Its, Nature Valley bars, Nutrigrain bars, one protein bar a day. Okay. okay. So, like, I mean, I mean, you're so you're constantly having to. I mean, you, but you're running a long time. So you're just constantly munching on something, probably. I mean, oh yeah, at the end, like constantly. Yeah, like it's like you'd be like, I need to be using. If I was using my trekking poles right now, I'd be going faster uphill. But I need to be eating. Got you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to be putting food in my mouth. Yeah. yeah. And I was thinking about that when I was tra training for Moab. I was training with my trekking poles, and I'm thinking, you know, it's it's hard to eat when you yeah when you're carrying those things. So yeah. But I was constantly hungry. Like you know when I was. When I would make my oatmeal, my oatmeal was so delicious. Dude. What's your oatmeal recipe? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm probably going to forget some stuff in it, but I mean, there's, you know, the oatmeal. Then I put hemp heart seeds in it, chia seeds. That's what got me the bulk of the like, good stuff. And then, dude, I mean, there was sugar in there. There was um, dried blueberries or dried strawberries. Nice. And you just let them soak a while while you're all... So when I first made the recipe, I would let it soak for like an hour. But dude, it's good after three minutes. <laughs> you like your crunchy, crunchy stuff. Yeah, crunchy it's it's with. delicious after three minutes. Yeah, <laughs> when you're hungry, just man. a little bit more texture. Nice. No, that's 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 pretty awesome. And you so you just had lots of little baggies in there then, I'm like, little so like single serve. Yeah, I had already like so basically like you know each protein shake was already in a baggie, each oatmeal was already in a baggie. Did you just like hit like sprouts or something and hit their bins or whatever, or did you just yep. order all that? Okay. Yeah, because also I'm thinking of sprouts. They have all those. They have all that stuff in those bins, and they just yeah. But but I'm too I'm too cheap for sprouts. I went to Winco. Winco, yeah, <laughs> that's the online. No, it's that place over on 71st and Memorial. I don't think I've been there. I have to check that out. Winco. Yeah, yeah, it's like a giant Aldi's. Oh, I like Aldi's. Okay, yeah. never know what you're gonna find. They're cheap over there. All right, I'm gonna check that out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> No. Okay. And so what was your, I don't know, what was your treat every day? What was your favorite thing every Oh, you did say, I'm going to, we'll take a selfie holding these up because you brought me a Starbucks Frappuccino. You had one of those in your supply. Every resupply box had a Starbucks Frappuccino. Did you just chug that before? Oh yeah. Like, and I had a protein shake, like a premier protein shake. I had a lot of bonus food in my resupply boxes that okay. I would, basically each resupply box, I would have like an extra two or so thousand calories to so just pound. Yeah. Yeah, um, and throw it away while you're there. Yeah. Yeah. Where were your resupplies? Were they were they always like stores or did you drop some stuff off on the way? But yeah, they were all stores. Okay. Mostly, I think they were all businesses. And so there, there's a bunch of businesses along the way, but that's what they do. Like the first, the first spot I resupplied was Stevens Pass in Washington, which is a ski lodge in the winter. Okay. It's a ski resort. Yeah. But then in the summer, they have like mountain biking and stuff like that. So just go to like the the lodge or the registration and they just collect boxes for people. They did charge you anything for that or I don't think they did. Some places do, some places don't. Yeah. 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 A few bucks or something. Just usually ten bucks. Okay. Ten bucks are free. Okay. Huh. Yeah. That's that's and did you use just online or it is again, I'm I'm sure there are plenty of guides for the for the piece hiking the PCT that of the places that you can do that? Yeah, there's tons of places you can find online. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Logistical, I don't know. I would say almost nightmare, but it sounds like you really enjoyed that part of it. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, I, I mean, 
all I really thought about for the last two years was the PCT. So that was like yeah. another way to think about it. That was productive. Yeah. 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 When you, when you can't really do anything else beforehand, you can start kind of trying to process all that. And, yeah. And uh, yeah. Cause when I, like for Moab, I've been doing the training, but like even for the taper, I'm, I'm working through some of the logistics and all, and it gives me something to like, I'm working, I'm doing something, even though I, you know, you're not on the trail. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm tapering. So I can't be out there running cause I need to press my body and get it ready. And uh, cause that's some people taper, you know, <laughs> I did taper. Did taper. Okay. I, I tapered. So Hannah came out and backpacked with me okay. before she dropped me off at the beginning. Okay. And so we didn't do 30 miles a day when okay. she was backpacking with me. Gotcha. We just did a few miles. And then and then the day before I started, I did 35 miles. Just to remind you that you could do it? No, it was like, it was like a warm up. Okay. <laughs> so as a coach, I wouldn't have advised that, but it, I mean, it worked for you, you know? Yeah, I mean, I wanted I wanted my hunger to be there. Okay, no, that's and I wanted my trail legs to be there, and and that's exactly what I wanted. And that's exactly what happened. So it, yeah. So man, yeah, it's kind of a, the the leading up to it. It was exactly what I wanted. Awesome. Yeah. So and yeah, and to get you ready, I mean, a huge part of everything, you know, is 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 mental, and so you needed to. Sounds like you needed that to be. You, you got you physically prepared, but also to be mentally ready to know you can do it. Cause I mean, that's to know you crazy enough, you know, you know, to know, to think you can do it and then, and then do it. I don't know. You know, like, I mean, think about it. Who, who says like, I can, I can do this. Nick, what, what made you think you can do this and then go out and do it? I mean, I was, before I even knew what an FKT was, I was hiking 50 miles a day, not yeah. back to back to back. Right. Yeah. And I just. Yeah. I just got curious. I wondered what the fastest anyone's ever hiked the Pacific Crest. This is before I knew about FKTs. Yeah. I was just curious who's, what's the fastest. Yeah. It took me a while. I thought I would be able to be ready for it in eight months, but it took two and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so, so there was some, there was some process to it yeah. you know, to get ready for it. Yeah. Oh man. So, so that was the, the food. Did you leave in some of your resupply boxes? Did you leave like socks, shoes? I saw you tore your shirt right at the beginning. Oh, yeah. What's funny is I tore it in the exact same spot as my last shirt. So that last shirt was not the same that shirt as the That wasn't the same beginning. one because I no. saw the tear it. I was like, hey, he's still wearing that shirt. No, dude. no. I, I, I gave myself three replacement shirts throughout the trip. So, so I went through four shirts. Okay. So 50, 52 days, four shirts. Yeah. Well, it must have smelled nice. I guess you threw them away when you replaced them? Or? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. they were toast. Like... Um, oh, no, I still have the last one. It, okay. Actually, I don't know where that's at. That's probably molding in a bag somewhere. I haven't unpacked anything. I understand that. <laughs> just like when you're done, like you just have to be done a little while. But it's been two weeks, dude. I'm just now starting to do stuff as of yesterday. And by do stuff, I'm talking like come to this podcast. <laughs> well, it, like you shared with me before, the, the mental fog and... Well, we'll get there in a minute, but so okay. you, you had shirts, you had, I gave myself a new set of clothes every, or three times throughout the trip. So I started with, I had four, I went through four outfits. Okay. Shoes too? Seven pairs of shoes. Seven pairs of shoes. Or what, what, what shoes did you end up wearing on this one? Topo MT4s. How'd they do? That's, that's an amazing shoe. Really? Yeah. I, I ended with a Topo mountain racer. To, uh, topo, which, which Topo you wore? 
the MT4. MT4. Is that one of the more minimal ones or which one is that one? Because I know there's an Ultra. It's not the Terra Venture or the Ultra Venture. It's kind of, I would say it's more of a minimalistic. Okay. But there's, it's moderate cushioned. Okay. And did you have any issues with them? No, their shoes are amazing. In fact, like I, I felt guilty a couple of times throwing some of them away. I was like, this, this, the shoe's not done. Yeah. Yeah. There's more life left in this. (laughs) And you were putting, see, seven times the bottom, you know, 400 miles a piece, something like that. Yeah. About 400. Yeah. That's where, and, and, and the last pair had a lot more miles on it. That's pretty good, man. I wish, I wish I had eight pairs. Really? Yeah. Just, just to, well, then, and even, even a good pair of shoes that doesn't, that, that don't wear on the outside, the cushion will break down a little bit. You don't, you don't, yeah. you flatten them out. No, you were, you were putting some miles in, man. They didn't have a chance to rebound, you know? Oh man. New pair of shoes feels amazing. It, it's, it's like, well, it's like a cloud. It's like, you know, you know, like new for, pairs of socks too. Yeah. Yeah. If Josh Perry listens to this, he's going to make fun of me. Josh Perry, he doesn't change. His... He's the guy that I, he's the record I broke. Okay. Yeah. He's the previous record. And he did, I think he had three pairs of shoes. Oh, dang. He did it. He, he did it like really cheap. Like, I, I don't know who knows how many socks he had, but I doubt that many. I gave myself a new pair of socks every hundred miles. <laughs> like I took everything from the PNT. I was like, what, what would have made yeah. it better? Yeah. I was like new socks well, so, all the time. So I've done like hundred milers where I wore the same pair of socks and shoes. And then I was doing, I don't remember which race it was. I got real wet and I had a hot spot and I was like, I'm going to go ahead and change them. Cause it, and it's kind of like almost, almost a little bit of a pride thing. Like I don't need, I didn't need it. My feet were good or whatever. Uh-huh. And, but like 80 miles in or something like that, I changed my socks and my shoes and I was like, you're brand new man. It like, it lifts your spirit. Yeah. Like, this feels so nice. I didn't realize my feet were miserable. And so, like, for Moab, I'm changing my socks and shoes a few times and just, you know, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. fresh socks are awesome. Yeah. No, I I didn't want to, I had already spent quite a bit of money, and I'm cheap, right? or I'm frugal, I'll say. Yeah. you Not cheap, yeah. like. You said that before. You. But I, so I didn't want to, like, buy a brand new pair of socks for every 100 miles. So I basically rated, like, every old hiking sock I had, every, so it wasn't all the exact sock I would want. Okay. Like sometimes they're like the really low cut ones. Yeah. Yeah. Which doesn't give you like any protection against like bushes, like scraping your legs or anything like that. Right. Because you're throwing them away when you're done. So. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't want to spend. On brand new socks. bucks a pop or 17 bucks a pop on whatever and then throw them away. Yeah. Yeah. But then like I'd ran out of socks when I was packing them. So like, I think like the last 400 miles were all with the same pairs of socks (laughs) and they were so toast at the end. Like they all had holes in the bottom. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and so I was wearing at home. I don't care if my socks match. In fact, they rarely match, but on the trail, I want them to match because I want them to feel the same. Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You don't, you don't want that to be something to distract you. Right. Yeah. No, they, I mean, I had like a really tall sock on my right foot and like a really short one on my left foot. Cause they were the only socks I had left with no, no holes. Nice. Yeah. It was, it seemed like everything was falling apart at the end. Like even you, even me, like my, all my gear, like, yeah. So what, what else? Okay. So you had, you had your food, you had in your resupply box, you would have, you know, some shoes and socks and changes of clothes periodically. What you had your ankle kit. What else, what else were you carrying with you? You're so much better at staying on track than I am. I'm like a squirrel. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for keeping us on track. It's okay. It's okay. So my gear 
You're talking about gear I, I had packed originally? Yeah, like or, what did you always have with you? I had a bivy. I had a, a pocket tarp. Bivy weighed 4.5 ounces. Tarp weighed 4.7 ounces. And my sleeping pad weighed 5.4 ounces. So what were what were your what's your baby and, and your 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 tarp? What was that made of? Was that Cuban fiber or something? Yeah. Okay. okay. DCF. That, that stuff, it's expensive, but man, it is so light and it works. And yeah, and it lasts. Yeah. Like if you take care of it, it yeah. lasts. Okay. Yeah. All right. What what else? What else did you have with you? I did have a ground sheet. Okay. Like a like a one ounce polymer ground sheet. Okay. That was my luxury item. What else comes? She is a luxury item. Yeah, because <laughs> I would put it underneath my bivy. Right. Because someone say, if you have a bivy, you don't need a ground sheet. Right. I'm like, well, well, it kept my bivy extremely clean. Yeah. And I want, I want to be clean. Well, if my one opportunity to sleep, yeah. I want to be clean. Yeah. Okay. And did you have? Okay. What? When? What else did you have with you? My trekking poles. Shave um, down toothbrush. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you double of a toothbrush. My my toothbrush weighs three ounces. Um, Ooh, that's heavy. It, toothpaste. I should have taken more floss. Man, I ran out of floss like 400 miles into it, and I didn't get more floss until like 500 miles from the end. You brought floss? I mean, that's a pretty big deal. You didn't just bring like a few little pick thingies or whatever and just reuse them? Or Well, floss is multi-use, like if you need a string to like repair a piece of gear or something. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. 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 Okay, tie tie a shoe, get a blowout, tie to get you mm -hmm. know whatever. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, all right. What 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 else? That's good. That's good. I forget about these things. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have multi use items. Um, did you bring any? Do you put like tape or anything around your trekking poles to in case you need to tape something together? Or? No, but I do. I wrap them around, not around straws, but something similar to a straw. Okay, um, and then I'll wrap it around that to make it much smaller. Cool. I, I like to. I like my, I don't know. I like to keep my trekking poles clean. Yeah. Okay. What, what were the, what were the temps like? Did you need a break? Did you like at night? I, I know from your previous, some of your previous things, you weren't always, you were sleeping in the cold a lot or whatever. How'd you, did. I only had one night that I probably had like one or two nights that were below freezing where I like in the morning, like the, I, the, like there was ice on the ground and like, you know, puddles would be frozen. Okay. And so you. So you, but you had your bivy. I was, I was warm every night. So except wait. for the night that I slept in the rain okay. with no way to pitch my tarp. That's towards the end though. Okay. <laughs> All right, yeah. So you, you had, you had your tarp and your bivy and, and you had the, uh, what were you covering yourself with? The. Well, and the, the bivy and my quilt. Okay. Was, okay. So like if it was raining, I would pitch the tarp. Okay. That would protect me from the rain. But okay. if it wasn't raining, I wouldn't pitch the tarp. Okay. Got you. And I took a $1 emergency poncho. Okay. Because it's the PCT. It's not supposed to rain that much on the PCT. <laughs> <laughs> and we both know that it yeah. rained a lot. <laughs> it, rained a it rained way more than it's supposed to on the PCT. <laughs> I mean, it got to the point where I was like, but the, but I could put that poncho on fast. Like, I don't have to stop moving. Yeah. Like, I can throw it on. It goes over my bag, goes over me, it keeps everything. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely times where it was so windy, I thought that it was going to rip and fly away. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, of course, it wasn't the right gear for the Sierra. Yeah. What happened there, but. So you, so that was that, that pretty much the gist of your gear, but your food, that's your, your, where, how you slept. What did your evening, like when you finished a day, when you said, okay, I've got my 50 
50 miles, 55 miles, this is where I'm going to stop. What, what did you do? Like, what was your, yeah, I'm sure you got it down pat pretty good, what you did each night. Oh, yeah. Like, I had, like, an evening routine, like, yeah. even before I stopped walking. Okay. Well, yeah. What was that routine? Um, well, I, real quick, just while it's on my mind. So, a couple, I did have a fanny pack. Okay. Oh, yeah. What pack did you use? You told me about the one you were going to use. The Nashville Bridge. The Nashville Bridge. Yeah, you sent me a link. This is the best pack in the world. Okay. Super lightweight. Everything's accessible. Like, literally, like, I could, like, I can put on my puffy jacket. While you're wearing it? While I'm wearing it. Or or not while I'm wearing it, while I'm moving. I mean, you can do anything while you're moving with that pack. Huh. And, like, the more you use it, the more efficient you get with it. Huh. I need, I need to look at it again. Like, I mean, like there was one point where I needed to dry my quilt out and it's like hot in the middle of the day. And so I just turn it around get my, I'm still moving and I'm able to get my quilt out and hang it on the back of my bag just, without stopping. Just hike with your quilt hanging there. Yeah. Huh. But so like when I would have about a mile or less before stopping, I would take ibuprofen. I would take bunch of vitamins i would eat a really big meal okay i mean just so my my body has what it needs to repair itself while i'm sleeping yeah i'd brush my teeth and floss and i would even give myself a little hiker shower like while i'm moving just just put water in yeah like rinse it off you know like in the yeah you know just you know the the high chief areas yeah (laughs) We'll talk, we'll yeah, talk about TV in a minute you know, you know. I did pretty good. I did pretty good on this one. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I would do those things. And then basically, I, I, mean, I would even get my ground sheet out while I'm moving and open it up. Yeah. To where it's like ready. So I'm not having to unroll it or anything. Shit. I mean, you're, you're, you're getting. So, you know, in my brain, I'm thinking you, you get there, you set up camp, and then you do, then you do all that stuff and relax a little bit. Right. But you're gearing yourself up like when you're there, set up camp, go to no, sleep. Camping. Okay, setting up camp is stretching, massaging my feet, and sleep. That's it. Okay, yeah. So you want to be ready to, you want as much sleep as possible and do what you have to do. Yeah. Okay. If you, if I'm not moving, I need to be sleeping. Okay. No, that's 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 awesome. Like even my resupplies, I did way better on the PCT than on the PNT. Yeah. Dude, I, in the beginning, I, didn't, I wasn't as good at it towards the end, but in the beginning, my resupplies only took 15 minutes. Really? In and out of the store with all my gear, back to hiking within 15 minutes. Chug, chugged your bonus calories, all that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty slick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you're you're going for an FKT. You don't want to waste every, you know. Yeah, and if I got food like at a restaurant or something, it was always to go, and I would just eat it while I was walking. Yeah, you weren't tempted to. Towards the end, <laughs> when I was getting really tired, I did. Yeah, like I think. After, through the Sierra and after the Sierra, yeah, basically from Donner Pass till the end, I was usually at a resupply spot for about an hour. Yeah. How 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 many times did you get to like eat at a restaurant or something? <laughs> Twice. Twice? Three times. Three yeah. times. Yeah. Dude, that must have been so good. I bet. Just, I mean, did, was it was it like a real treat? Were you like? It, it made it hard to leave. Okay. <laughs> I, I live here now. Keep bringing me food. <laughs> but I mean, I, like, and I was, I would, but I didn't, I never got to relax. Like, even within that hour, yeah, I wasn't relaxing because I was, the hour included picking up my resupply box 
walking to the restaurant or wherever it was. It wouldn't be far. Yeah. But sitting down, ordering, repacking my bag. Yeah. Putting new socks on. Yeah. You know, and then I'm like, dude, it's already been 40 minutes. Yeah. What? And so then like, you know, I'm just pounding, like, eat, like not enjoying it, the food, just trying to shovel it in my body because the faster I eat it, the faster I can get back on the trail. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 I understand. But man, I can imagine the treat though after, you, you know, I know you like your, your oats and chia in a peanut butter jar. <laughs> Put a nice <laughs> hot meal, man. Oh, uh, dude. Yeah. Once I got to the desert, I was just, well, and also like, so I packed 10,000 calories, but that wasn't enough. Yeah. Yeah. Nowhere near enough. Like by the time I was halfway through the trail, like, keep burning. I, I mean, I was, I was so hungry eating all that stuff. And then plus I started, you know, peeing red. Let's, let's talk about that. Cause you did, you sent me a message out, you know, while you were out there, like, Hey man, pray for me. It's not looking, you know, this is, yeah. this is not what's supposed to be coming out when I pee, yeah. you know? And, and, and I want you to know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad you knew you could do that. And I, I did, I prayed, I was praying for you like, man, Lord help me, you know? And, you know, so tell me, tell me about that. What, you know, what, when did it start? How far in were you? I was a little over halfway. Okay. Like the first half went really great. Yeah. Like I felt great. Like I wasn't having any, I wasn't hurting. Like, I mean, I was sore and I yeah. had blisters, but yeah, it was all good hurt, you know? Yeah. Um, and I was averaging like 55 miles a day, you yeah. know, I even had a 59 mile day in there and crushing it. I was, yeah, I was crushing it and I felt good. And I'm like, dude, like I'm over halfway and I feel great. And then it was like two days after that, it, <laughs> everything, like I got started having dizzy spells to where I had to like take trail naps throughout the day, like several trail naps, yeah. which slowed me down. And so I was so bummed. Like I had, to, I only got 51 miles that day. And I'm like, dude, yeah, I was like, dude, I've been, I haven't had less than 55 miles, you know, in so long. And then I only got 51. What do, what do you think? Do you, do you, did anything change? Do you think, do you, what do you think it was that, that started causing that? Was it the heat? Did the weather change or did the, I don't know. I mean, the trail acclimates you as you go. So it wasn't yeah. altitude, okay. even though I was just entering the Sierra. I don't, there's no way it was altitude. Besides that, it was only 8,000 feet. Yeah. You know, the only thing I can think of is, is that my body was starting to get de really depleted. Like, yeah. And that's because, because that's when, because shortly after that is when I started having the red blood or the, the red urine. Yeah. And, and I was just so exhausted. Yeah. Everything started falling apart. Okay. So it, I, my best guess is depletion and I wasn't eating enough. Yeah. And your body was eating itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so I started getting the dizzy spells and then I'm so tired. Like, oh, and I, my pinky toe blister. That was the worst blister I had. There was plenty of other blisters, but the pinky toe blister, I thought I was going to lose my toe to gangrene for a couple of days. And I'm like thinking, I'm about to enter the high Sierra where there's no exit points. What if my toe gets worse? Right. Because that could infect your foot. Your could ruin foot. the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm, and then I'll just be like, no, I'm just going to go to sleep. I'll worry about it tomorrow. <laughs> You didn't bring Neosporin with you, man. I did. I, I went through. I went through two whole things of polysporin. Okay. I was using it on the daily basis, like after the first week. <laughs> oh wait. 
because I had my toe, I did have an infected toe on the Ozark trail. Okay. And so I was like, I don't want that to happen again. Yeah. Yeah. So, Never, no infections. I'm so is good. It, that's the toe that that's, that's black right now. Yes. That is that toe. <laughs> Your your non frostbit frostbit looking toe. Yeah, it does kind of look like frostbite. But yeah, it's it's half black. It hasn't had a toenail for like twelve hundred miles. But it doesn't. I mean, it's got black part, but it doesn't look like red and infected around. No, it's and it's not spreading. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine now. Now, now it's fine. It'll probably look normal in a few months. So you you um, yeah, you started dizzy spells and all that stuff. Then started peeing blood, red blood. Yeah, so because I mean, what you showed me, I got to see the video of his, of his documentation. Yeah, so he was, there's proof. Because well, in, in, you were doing it to like track it to be able to see yeah. like is it getting better? Is it getting you know? Is it getting worse? It was like like bright red though. Yeah. So the first time it happened, it was like red blood. Like it was yeah. like blood red. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. Yeah. And so, and I was like, you know, high up on a ridge line. And luckily I had cell service there. This was like right before, I wasn't expecting to have cell service in this part of the Sierra. Yeah. But I check my phone, I've got cell service and I'm like, and so I start calling people yeah. like uh, that I think might know an answer. Like, so like I call Jeff Garmeyer. I'm like, I'm peeing blood. Yeah. And I feel a little bit concerned. <laughs> well, how do I fix this? <laughs> like, it wasn't like, okay, like I need to stop. It was, how do I solve this problem? Right. Right. And he's like, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> of course not. Yeah. He's like, he's like, let me get back to you. And so then I call other people and, you know, and I, you know, reach out to a friend that has like a, you know, a, a medical friend and that had offered advice before. And I'm like, Hey, ask, ask, and tell them I'm peeing blood and ask them what I should do. And they're like, that's rhabdo. They need to get off the trail right now. Yeah. And I'm like, not the answer I'm looking for. <laughs> Next. So, so, yeah. So this is, this is my, my thought. And anybody listening, I am not a medical professional or whatever, but like this, this was my thought. You said it was red blood. Like, okay. Cause sometimes your bladder, when you get dehydrated, your bladder walls rub together uh-huh. and, you, and cause some, you break, break some blood vessels and you pee. And, and so, and my thought was like, normally the red is, is blood from the broken vessels in there and the rhabdos when you get that dark stuff. So, Coca-Cola so when I was in the Grand Canyon, yeah, that's what they told me is like it would be like dark brown pee, yeah, and you'd be having like crazy muscle cramps if you had rhabdo, yeah. So I'm like, this isn't rhabdo. I'm not worried about it. Like this isn't bad. But then it starts to fade. Yeah, it's not so, and it's 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 not like always like red. It like goes from red to like super dark, like dirt brown. Okay, like darker than whiskey. Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, well maybe, uh, but I'm like, but I don't, I'm not cramping. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not hurting bad. You know, like I feel, I feel okay. I'm exhausted, sometimes dizzy, but I'm okay. And so I reach out to a bunch of different people. And then finally, like Joe McConaughey reaches out to me. He's like, Hey, I heard you had rhabdo. And I'm like, who said I had rhabdo? I don't know. I have rhabdo. <laughs> don't, don't speak that over me, bro. Right. <laughs> and he was like, so it's most likely not actually blood in your urine yeah it's just because he explained that he had had it on the appalachian trail okay. when he set that FK, fkt and so he basically was like you just need to consume more i was gonna say chug yeah <laughs> yeah like water electrolytes more calories because yeah. like your body's like already depleted everything from your body already and so now it's converting the protein in your own muscles into energy yeah your body's eating itself yeah 
And so I'm like, where am I supposed to get more calories in the middle of the Sierra? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so like at Red's Meadow, which was my next resupply spot, they don't really have real food. They have five aisles of candy and, okay. and a bunch of beer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> There's calories. Yeah. So, so I bought $50 worth of candy. Wow. Like, Hence, the, this is the trash we're talking about. Eating the, trash. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was at that point from there on, it was just, I was, I don't care what it is. If it's calories, I need it. Whatever it takes. Yeah. And so like in the desert, like there's some places and I was so disappointed because it never worked out, but there's several places that like, like there's a pizza place that will deliver pizza to the trail. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, if I can time this right. You like tasted like, cause it's like a regular business that like is available to all through hikers. So like, that's something I can legally like with a self-supported FKT yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. But I, of course I'm going through that area when they're not open, <laughs> Dude. you know? And so then there was another spot that would deliver on trail, but like their delivery hours are like noon to 7 PM. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I missed, I missed them all. I missed every chance to have food. Much disappoint. Yeah. And <laughs> And I would be looking forward to it so bad. I'm like, dude, in two days, I'm going to have a pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Wah, wah. yeah. I'm like, in two days, I'm going to have the biggest deli sandwich ever, you know, and I'm going to order, I'm going to have them bring me like 10 Dr. Peppers and then no, you know, oh, and I, I, dude, and I know that, 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 that. Well, I think I know from, from a, from like a 200 miler perspective, you know, like I'm going to have a burger at the next, you know, and like how I just, you know. And it almost like fuels you to continue yeah, going. Yeah. yeah. Like you're not thinking about the end of the race. You're thinking of when I just got to get to my burger. Yeah. Yeah. And then. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I, and so like, for example, like at Cajon Pass, there's a McDonald's at Cajon Pass, 0.3 miles off trail. Yeah worth it and so i slept 40 miles from mcdonald's and like when i woke up that next morning even though it's 40 miles away the first thing i thought of when i woke up was dude let's go get mcdonald's <laughs> like <laughs> it was I, and there's a chevron gas station right next to the mcdonald's i bought 49 dollars in liquid calories from the chevron liquid calories like like a half gallon soda. of chocolate milk okay. a half gallon of orange juice a half gallon of lemonade like protein shake mocha fraps Dark, you know five miles down the trail i was walking for a while <laughs> slowly slowly but i did chug all that first and then i went to mcdonald's okay so i was able and i and i was at cajon pass for about an hour yeah 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 that was a great stop i was about to say it was I, so I just, good yeah because you just i know you like the oatmeal and all the other stuff you have but it I guess palate fatigue dude liquid really calories good. are just amazing yeah like, I mean, just, just the frap. I know how that's so good yeah. and goes down so well. And then you get to do that and then have some McDonald's and we know McDonald's is not very healthy for it, but it's hot. It was a hot food. food and I only had and hot food. Wait, including McDonald's. Okay. Cascade locks. So that was 500 miles in. I had a, a hot burger and then. I mean, because there's so many other places, like I see the reviews and they're like, it's great food, but it takes two hours, you know, yeah. and, you know, or, and if it wasn't very close to the trail. So I, the next spot I had hot food was Donner Ski Ranch, 
about 1500 miles in and then the McDonald's. Oh, and also I had a hot meal at Kennedy Meadows South. So I had four hot meals the whole time. Okay. Yeah. That's tough, man. 52 days, four hot meals. Whew. I see. Uh, except for I, there was a couple times I got trail magic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Trail magic. Like someone, I, th- ah, this was okay. So I got to this one person and I'm, so I'm approaching them and I'm thinking they're car camping. Yeah. I'm like, dude, there's car campers up here. I bet you they have a cooler full of pop. I'm going to see if I can buy a pop off them. And yeah. I'm like so excited. I'm like prepping my speech. Yes. Like getting my puppy eyes on, you know, <laughs> like I'm the starving poor, you know, like PCT hiker, you know. And I'm like, are you guys car camping? And they're like, no, close, you know, but we're giving out a bunch of food and trail magic. And I'm like, that's even better. And they had like eight Costco pizzas and like all this pop and like beer and like several boxes of Capri Suns. And they're like, dude, we've only seen seen eight hikers. You're the eighth hiker we've seen. So. And so I sit down. Party time. And they're like, dude, you can have as much as you want anything. (laughs) (laughs) It's. (laughs) That's that picture. That picture. Yeah. Where I'm holding the two pizzas. That that's that's going to be the picture. Yeah. That's going to be the picture. If yeah. that's okay with you. Yeah, totally. That's, that's, um, that's fantastic. That was that spot. It was, it was glorious. Oh man. Well, so let's get back to the, the bloody pee. So oh yeah. To the bloody pee. So, so did you started increasing, you know, trying to eat more and all that. And so did, how long did it take to kind of clear up? It took about two and a half days to clear up. Okay. So the first time. You, so that's, I mean. When stuff like that happens, you know, because I shared with you, I had something similar on a on a hundred miler in the heat and stuff, and like it weighs on your brain, you know, you're like, well, and I was worried about it, yeah, because like I have like all these people saying like, and so then Joe is like, you know, if it continues for more than a day or two, a medical professional would likely tell you to get off trail, yeah, no, and I'm like, if it continues for more than three days, okay, I'll get off trail, okay, yeah. <laughs> you know. And then, but then, you know, like I've read Heather Anderson's book, Mud Rocks Blazes, and she peed, you know, blood or like red urine. And I'm like, and Josh Perry had red urine. Right. I'm like. It's a rite of passage, man. It's going to be fine. <laughs> it's like, gonna... it's going to be fine. Like, yeah. just make sure it doesn't last more than three days. Yeah. That's good you set yourself a, a limit because you don't, this is something fantastic. It's something that's hard, but you don't want it to permanently damage you you know and and we don't i don't know if it was rhabdo or not right it could have been right. not but i mean it there it definitely went to dark brown pee yeah for a, yeah for a little bit yeah um, um and then and then of course there was the hurricane that's that's where i was about to go but so i didn't even think about it when you know i'm seeing the news thing the hurricane's about to hit you know california or whatever and just totally, because me, I'm from South Louisiana. We hurricane mm-hmm. all the time, you know, and you think about it, you watch it. You, you, but I didn't even think about that. I didn't put the two together, you know, uh, you know, in one part of my brain, Nick's out there doing his thing and then the hurricane hitting over and I never put it together until I saw your post. So did, did you have warning? Did like. I did because it was slowly was building. So first Hannah messages me saying, Hey, there's a tropical storm brewing. Like you might get some rain. And I'm like, it's rained on me the last eight yeah. days. 
bring it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be clean. <laughs> but oh, I was, I came out of the Sierra so clean. In fact, someone made a comment on one of my posts, like, you look really clean. And I'm like, well, it's because I've been having a 24-7 shower for the last week. <laughs> Literally swimming through streams. So she so messaged me saying that I'm going to get some rain. And I'm just like, oh, big whoop. And then I run into some other hikers. I'm like, did you hear about the storm coming? And I'm like, yeah, my wife said there's going to be some rain. And then, like, I keep passing more people, you know, and, like, everyone's talking about this storm. Yeah. And this one person's like, yeah, you know, it, you know, what are you going to do? And I'm like, hey, about the storm? And I'm like, what can you do? Just keep walking, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm not phased by it. And then I run into rangers that are like, hey, so it's actually a hurricane now. And, you know, and I'm still not thinking anything of it. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, just keep going. Yeah. And then I come to a trail junction the day that the hurricane hits and there's a ranger posted up at the trail junction telling all hikers to get off the trail saying they've upgraded it. They've named it now. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you like, you have to get off trail. It's not going to, it's not safe up here in the high Sierra. Yeah. Like, you know, there's going to be rock fall. The trails are going to be collapsing. The creeks are not going to be passable. How many miles are you in? Like 1,700, 1,800 or so. Yeah, yeah. Plus or minus. Yeah. And and I'm like, dude, you don't know what I've gone through. Yeah. Like, I just got over what I thought was rhabdo. You don't know like, me, son. Like, you don't, like, you don't know what my toe looks like. I'm like, I'm ahead of schedule. I'm over halfway through. I'm not stopping. And and she's like, and, and you know, through this, I'm telling her I'm going for the FKT. And she's like, so you're already depleted. And I'm like, I'm extremely depleted and I'm starting to get emotional. And and she's like, you're going to end up getting hypothermia. Your body's not going to be able to regulate itself. And you're going to end up hitting your SOS button. She goes, what type of rain gear do you have? I have a $1 emergency poncho and a 4.7 ounce tarp. And she's like, yeah, you're going to end up having to press your SOS button and they're not going to be able to come get you because of the hurricane. And she's like, she's like, even if you do survive the temperatures and she's like, you're not going to be able to cross the creeks. They're not going to be passable. She's like, they were already difficult passable with this heavy historical snow melt and then add in a hurricane raining. Yeah. And, and so I, and, and I, and I, I, even, I started crying <laughs> and she's like, your FKT is over. Oh man. And, and that's, that's when I started crying and she, and I'm like, I can't stop. And she goes. Because I, I, I was like, if I get off trail, I, I that's quitting. I can't get off trail. And she's and she's like, well, the F, the hurricane's gonna end your FKT anyways. Oh man, dude, that's seventeen hundred miles in there. And I'm like, uh, no. And, I'm, and so then I'm like, and she she's like, what do you need? I'm like, I need to keep walking. And then I just left. <laughs> 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 oh, we got one. We're gonna have to go find him. <laughs> He's got dreadlocks. He's just, like peeing blood. Just like... <laughs> oh man. Uh, so, so what's going? Through, I mean, so you keep going. What's going through your head? Like, what are you? What are you? Well, the next I run into these avalanche fields where, okay, like it puts the blowdowns on the P and T to shame. Yeah. Okay, so imagine a whole forest. The whole forest is plowed over. Yeah. Like thousand, like basically, when I see the avalanche fields of blown down trees, I'm like, I ain't gonna try to go through that. I'm gonna go around it. Yeah, 
wow. and bushwhack around the forest. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> How many miles of that? A couple. Yeah. So not, but that translates, you know, into over an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Were the creeks, were they getting? They were, so it wasn't raining yet at this point. Okay. But then I start climbing up Mather Pass, which was, you know, one of the, one of the passes over 12,000 feet. Yeah. And then like the wind starts picking up. Yeah. Of course, when you get up there. When it, <laughs> right. <laughs> the wind starts picking up, it starts to rain. And then like, it's starting to feel like, okay, this isn't like the afternoon CR rain shower that I've had every day. Yeah. This is a storm. Like she said. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, crap. Okay. Crap. Like this might be bad. Like, like what if I can't pass a stream and I'm just stuck somewhere waiting? Like, even if like, then like, where am I going to set up my tarp to where like, there's not rushing water flowing all over the ground. Like what if there's floods? Like, like I don't even have a bathtub floor. Like am I, I'm going to get wet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I'm like, is my tarp even going to, is it going to be a kite in this hurricane? Like, yeah. Reality. Yeah. yeah. And so like, I just start praying. I'm like, God, I need something. I don't know what I'm praying for, but I'm praying for something and I need you to help me out here. Yeah. Like I'm thinking I'm praying for the storm to go away. Yeah. Like I'm like, just make it go away. It's yeah. not going to rain and everything's going to be fine. Bubble over me. Or and I'll just keep going <laughs> and everything's going to be perfect. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I see a cave in the distance. And I'm like, there's no way that's near the trail. That looks impossible to get to. I'm like, I'm like, it looks like the trail is going to go right of this, you know, this big, you know, ravine. I think I'm going to go right. And the trail, and I'm like, this, there's no way. Well, sure enough, the trail goes within a hundred yards of this cave. And I pass it first. And I'm like, I could probably make it another six miles though, (laughs) you know, before I really have to hunker down. What are the chances there'll be another cave? Exactly. So I passed the cave. Yeah. And five minutes later, that's when it hits me. Yeah. There's not going to be another cave. Yeah. Like that is my, that's my shelter. Like that's your answer. That's my, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go back and I'm just going to look at it. And if there's a flat spot, then that's my answer. But if there's no flat spot, if there's no way for me to even like, like, what if it's, I can't even get in it. Yeah. I'm like, I'll just go check it out. And sure enough, there's a flat spot. And no bear. And no bear. I considered it a flat spot. Most other people probably wouldn't. Flat enough. And so I get into it and I'm standing in it, think like trying to decide, like, is this where I'm stopping? Yeah. And so I'm like texting Hannah on the inReach, like, give me an, a storm update. Like hoping it's passing. Yeah. Like if I just keep going, it'll pass over and I'll be. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't want to stop yet. Like it's still light out. And then while I'm waiting there for her to respond, like it just starts dumping. Yeah. It's just like, like, and like, I'm like, I'm glad I'm in the cave, but still wondering like, what if it's going to only last for a few hours? Right. Yeah. And I'm texting other people. I'm like, you know, is it wise to wait this out or should I continue? Like, and you know, then they look up the report and they get back to me and they're like, I'm not sure what I would do. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, crap, like, ah. And then the more it rains, the entrance to my cave closes off with a waterfall. Yeah. That's how much it's raining. Yeah. it's just coming down and see. Yeah. Now the benefit was if I got thirsty, I mean, yeah, water was right there. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm just going to wait. 
and, and honestly, my gut was saying it's two eight. Yeah. And uh, so I get a lot of sleep, but the problem is, okay, I'm starving already. I'm so hungry, but I didn't calculate enough calories to be stuck in a cave for 41 hours. Yeah. So yeah, so you're stuck in a cave 41 hours and you're, when your next resupply. I have to look at a map, but yeah. it may, it, it was probably about two days away. So yeah. over a hundred miles away. Yeah. And so I'm looking at the food I have left and I'm like, okay, I'll have two pieces of food from tomorrow, tomorrow's allotment of food. Yeah. And I'll have two pieces of food from the next day's food. Oh man. That's what I have for the cave. When, when it would be a wonderful opportunity to just chow down and re yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And you're bored. You're just sitting there. Are you yeah. resting? Uh, yeah. Resting, laying down. Um, 41 hours in the cave. 41 hours in a cave. Oh about 24 or so, like the next day, there was so much groundwater that the cave started raining. Coming through the... Coming through the ceiling. I mean, it was like dripping, like yeah. not like a constant flow. So then I had to clear out another spot because my flat spot that I was laying in was like right next to a wall. Yeah. So I had to like m make my own flat spot, like move some rocks and like level some stuff out to make a different flat spot where I could actually pitch my tarp, to pitch the tarp inside the cave. There was also a rat that ate some of my gear while I was sleeping. Oh, crud. I actually saw the rat at one point. It was a big one. And there was another spot where it looked like like another human had created a little bathroom area. So it was not prime real estate. Yeah, yeah. But it was nice considering the circumstances. Yeah. So the pretty much the most of the time you're in there, I mean the rain's still coming down out there. You're you're pretty stuck. Stuck, yeah. Yeah. So, God provided a cave for you. Uh -huh. Wasn't the best, but he provided it for you, you know? He got you out of the rain. And did you just kind of just accept it? Like, all right, I'm going to have, I'm just going to have a zero day. Cause that, yeah. That's, it, I mean, you were, so I was, like I told you, I was tracking mm -hmm. you ahead of time with the spreadsheet and everything. And, but you were, you, you had banked some time. I mean, you were shooting for, you know so much a day and you had those 55 mile days and you know, 53, 51. And so you had some time banked, some miles banked, I guess. Maybe not enough to cover that completely, but. I was like, I was like five or six days ahead of the record at that point. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, it was just to come to accept, I have to wait this out. Yeah. And I was real bummed about it, but I was like, okay, well, I'm going to take this as an opportunity. Like maybe this is, what my body needs. Yeah. You know, I was peeing red. Yeah. You know, I, I am completely toast. I pulled my quad in North Yosemite. I can't, I couldn't even squat to take a poo. Yeah. For like a week. <laughs> my quad hurt so freaking bad. So you just had to do some kind of leaning stuff. Do you use your imagination? <laughs> okay. Because I, I was uh, trying to invent new techniques, like lean up against the tree, like hold on to a branch, you know, <laughs> like, you know, help support myself. Yeah. Um, yeah, what you gotta do. Yeah. It was, yeah. And your aim gets off. Yeah. Like, that's not where the hole is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so yeah. So you just got to accept it. And then, so how did you feel? Did, did, did you feel kind of refreshed though? When it was done and you can, you can leave. Did you feel like that? Or did you not? Kind of. Yeah. For a day. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, like I came out of it and I was like, okay, I just lost a bunch of time and, and I was bummed because I lost hope for, I was gone for, I was trying to hit sub 50 days. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was going to hit it. You were there. I was on track and, but I lost complete hope for that after the hurricane. And I was like, you know what? Nothing I can do about that. Yeah. Now I just want to break like. And so then I was like, okay, well, maybe if I can break Timothy Olsen's supported record, which was like 51 days and some change. Yeah. And I was like, maybe I could do that. Like, and so I come out and the next day I do 53 miles, like after I'm done with the hurricane. Yeah. Well, so the day after the hurricane, the day the hurricane stopped, which was like a half day. You had like a 30 something mile day. Yeah. And then, and then a zero day. Yeah. Yeah. I had a 31 mile day. The hurricane hit. So that puts an end to that day. Then I have a zero day. And then the day the hurricane stops like that. I get like a late morning start and I only get 36 miles in. Okay. Okay. Cause the streams are like, like still impassable. Yeah. But I'm trying to pass them. Yeah. I did pass them. You did not try. They're not impassable. They were strenuously passable. And so the first one I get to, which should not be a hard stream to pass. Like, I'm like, that's not passable. Like, and normally like I'm, I'll pass and just go through a stream that most other people would think is impassable and they would hesitate. And I'm like, let's just go. Yeah. But I get to it. I'm like, that's not passable. Like 100%. I can't pass right there. So I'm like going upstream. I'm going downstream. I'm wasting all this time getting so frustrated. I'm like, I can't pass this thing. Yeah. So finally I'm like, all right, we just got to go for it. So I get to the narrowest spot and I throw everything in my bag that I want dry. And I throw my bag across the stream. Cause I'm like, I'm going to keep my stuff dry. And I know if my bag is on me, it's just going to be an extra anchor in the water. Yeah. And so I throw my bag across and then I'm like, all right, here we go. Here we go. And I'm not even halfway through the stream before I'm flying down. I'm going downstream so fast. Like it took me off my feet very quickly. And, but I, I entered where like upstream from where it looked easy to get out. Okay. Like, so, yeah. like I was expecting to go downstream, but I'm like, I'll place myself where there's an easy out. Yeah. So I get out, grab my bag, continue on. I'm like, all right, that worked, you know? And then I lose my footing in three more streams throughout the day. Oh, man. The last time it was like 6.30 or 7 p.m. And so like the sun's already past the mountains. And I'm like, I'm not, my clothes aren't going to dry. Like my clothes aren't going to dry tonight. And, you know, I'm at, you know, 12,000, 13,000 feet. Yeah. Yeah. And it's an issue. So I'm just like, thank God my puffy is synthetic and not down, you know? Yeah. And so I just put, I just put my puffy on over my wet shirt. Yeah. And that's how you slow. And I'm like, well, this is, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. But the, yeah. So then the next day, the, the first full day with no hurricane issues, I do 53 miles and I feel good. Yeah. And that was even going over Forester Pass. Okay. The, the highest pass in the whole trail. Yeah. Over 13,000 feet. And I'm like, we got this. Yeah. You know, 53 miles. Back in it. And then the next day I do 52 miles, including my resupply at Red's Meadow. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, you know? And so I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm feeling good. Okay, let's do the math. How how can I beat Timothy Olsen's supported record? Like, you know, how many miles a day do I need to do? (laughs) And then I do the math. And then the next day I get the rab or the, the red urine comes back. Yay. You know, and then, and then I lose my trekking pole. My, oh, I broke one trekking pole in a creek crossing in the Sierra. 
Okay. But I'm like, I still have one trekking pole. That's all I need. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then I lose it. How'd you lose it? I don't know. <laughs> if you knew, you'd have it. Right. <laughs> I just remember, like, I was exhausted, and I'm going downhill, and it's rocky, and I'm like, and, and, and like, my knees are weak, and I've been falling like crazy. So, you know, like, if you trip over something, like, your feet will do this, like, quick dance to catch up with you. Yeah. So you don't fall. Yeah. My legs were so tired. They wouldn't even try. Yeah, it'd be a face plant every time, like slow motion. Over, like I can't even tell you how many times a day. I'm healing, but do you see all the cuts from falling on my hands? Yeah, I know those scores. Yeah, yeah, it's still sore. Oh man, one of my knees is still sore. I thought I shattered my kneecap in Desolation Wilderness. Yeah, falling on a rock. I fell a lot. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty pathetic. Just get up and keep keep moving. Yeah, and so I reach back for my trekking pole, like because it's really rocky. I'm like, it's gonna help me not fall yeah. on these rocks in the dark. Yeah, and it's gone. It's no longer attached to my bag, and I'm like, I have no idea where it's at. But you know what? I'm in the desert. I don't need a trekking pole to pitch my tarp anymore because I'm in the desert. It's not gonna rain. So, and let's go. Let's go. And of course it rained <laughs> in like one of the worst spots ever. So Mission Creek is an area coming down San Greg Gregorio or Gorgonio. I don't know how it's anybody that's done the PCT knows what mountain I'm talking about. Okay. It's, it's, it's close to San Jacinto, but Mission Creek is, I don't know, 15, 20. I'd have to look at the map. I don't know how many miles long where the trail follows it. Yeah. And I get to it and the hurricane so apparently it's been in pretty rough shape for a while. Yeah. But I, but I talked to someone that, so that hiked that area in 2021 and also in 2023, and they said it was unrecognizable. Like the hurricane destroyed that Creek. Yeah. Like I'd be walking on the trail and then all of a sudden the trails just gone. Yeah. Along with 30 feet of earth below it. Yeah. Like 30 foot cliffs, like 20, 30 foot cliffs. Where, like, you're just like, where'd the trail go? Yeah. You know? That's crazy. And so, like, you're you're searching for it everywhere. You have to climb down the 30-foot cliff, you know, and it's crumbling and falling apart. Yeah. Find your way back up on the other side. It starts raining on me. Yeah. As it gets dark, the sun goes down. And I've never experienced a whiteout fog at the same time as rain before. Normally, like if it's raining and it turns into a fog, the rain stops. Yeah. Yeah. No. I got like a deep fog, like the clouds drop, but it's still raining. And you know, if you're using your headlamp in fog at yeah, night, yeah. you can't see anywhere in front of you. Exactly. And so you come up on these 30 foot cliffs where the, the trails disappeared and it's raining and I'm wearing this $1 emergency poncho. I can't even see where the trail is at. Like, I don't know where to go. Yeah. And so eventually I'm just like. I give up. I can't see where I'm going. Yeah. Like, this is pointless. Yeah. I'm going to get her. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to stop. and I'm going to sleep here. And when I wake up, it won't be raining and it won't be foggy yeah. and everything will be fine. But I don't have a way to pitch my tarp. There's no trees around or nothing to get a stick or something or. Maybe if I had more energy, I would have looked for a stick. <laughs> okay. 
But I was like, I'm just going to lay down and underneath my ground sheet. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll put my bivy on the ground. I'll lay underneath my ground sheet and my ground sheet will, will keep me dry. Yeah. It did not keep <laughs> me dry. I was soaking wet all night long. Like, again, thank goodness for the synthetic puffy. I, I was soaking wet. And so it was like that awful sleep. Like you're kind of sleeping, but you're not really sleeping. You keep getting woken up. And so finally, like 1.30 or so, I realized it wasn't raining. And so I just got up and kept going. Hit the trail. Yeah. <laughs> My quilt was rest was wet the rest of the trip for like four or five more days because I never took the time to dry it out. Yeah. Sounds sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. Oh, uh, so man, so peeing blood or red whatever you would pee in hurricane, lose your trekking poles. Rain, where it's not supposed to be rain, all that stuff. I lost my headlamp for about a thousand miles too. Oh, oh so I, you just that did without. So, so I had two headlamps, or I, I t- had two headlamps, but one headband. Okay. So I could swap out. Yeah. And use the same band, so I'm not having to carry the weight of two bands. Yeah. This is where I've learned my lesson. I will always carry two bands now because. Yeah. So like I don't like normally if I'm just regular through hiking I'll charge my electronics at night. Okay, you just bring a little battery with a battery bank. Okay, but I'm but that's one more thing I don't want to have to do when I lay down. Yeah, you know, so I'm charging on the go. Okay, and I'm running down this hill near Chinook Pass in Washington, and my headlamp flies out of my pocket that I'm charging. Yeah, disconnects from the cord and just goes into a bush and disappears. Like it's gone. Yeah, I, I like like I'm like I saw it and then it's gone. Like, I, how can I not find it? Yeah, yeah. So I spend like five minutes searching for it before I'm just like, screw it. I, I still have my backup with no headlamp strap. Yeah. And so like, there's sometimes where I'm like holding it in my mouth. You know, I'm using the flashlight on my phone yeah. different times. But I'm, so I message Hannah on the inReach. I'm like, hey, overnight, my backup headlamps, two Cascade locks. Cause I, and I'm like, it, I think it was like a, I think it was Saturday and I was like, I'm going to be there on my, it was either Monday or Tuesday. I'm like, if you can like, see if you can overnight them. Yeah. She gets there and they're like, yeah, they say they can be there. And I'm like, sweet. Okay. I only have to go a couple of days without it. Yeah. I beat my headlamp to the post office. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, let's go. I'm like, let's order another one. Yeah. You know, I'm like, send one to Syed Valley. And I get to Syed Valley two hours before my headlamp arrives. Did you wait? No. It's only two hours, man. Well, I didn't know it was going to arrive in two hours. Like, it's still, like, in, 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 you know, it says, like, in transit or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, who knows when it's going to be here? So I leave, and then Hannah messages me. She's like, it got there two hours after you left. And so then I'm like, all right, well, let's not risk sending it to Bernie Falls, because what if, you know, the same thing happens? I'm like, let's send it to the next resupply spot, like, way down. Send it to Donner Pass. Yeah. So, I've, yeah, I've, I went from Chinook Pass in Washington to Donner Ski Ranch with, with, with no headlamp strap. <laughs> At least you had the headlamp. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, man. I also, my magic, okay, yeah, I have a superpower and it's losing stuff if you haven't noticed yet. I'm picking that up. I also lost my food bag on, like, day five. And when I realized it was gone, I only had 600 calories to make it 44 miles to Snoqualmie. That's not enough. No. And so then I'm like, 
thank good like a month before I started, I started researching edible plants on the PCT. And I'm like, thank God, I studied the edible plants. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fireweed, that's edible. So I'm like grabbing plants and eating stuff as I go. I'm like, you know, eating dandelions, I'm eating fireweed. Full savage, man. Yeah, you know, and then like, you know, someone was eating Cheez-Its, but they were dropping a few on the ground every once in a while. So I'm eating a Cheez-It trail, you know, huckleberries, you know, I run into some people and I'm like, hey, I have like a really embarrassing but desperate question to ask you. I lost my food. Can I buy any off of you? Do you have any food that you would not be eating? That you don't think you're going to eat, like you accidentally pack too much. Like, don't give me anything that you need, but like. Yeah, yeah. And so I I was able to beg some food off of a few people. And then I was so happy to get to Snoqualmie Pass to get more food. Man. Yeah, that was a really, really rough day. It was also 95 degrees that day. So yeah. you're hot, you're hungry. Yeah. You're eating grass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is crazy. So all the, all the. All the trials. Which it's like such an embarrassing rookie mistake. Who the heck loses their food bag yeah, how did while they, hiking? Did much they, less while on an FKT. You just fell out or something? Or? Yeah, I was overstuffing an area in my bag. Okay. And it just must have fallen out like on a bounce while running or something. Yeah. I have no idea where it went. So how, you know, you're, you're, you're cruising along, you know, you're, I guess, you know, you, get to the end you know you're going to have at least a self-supported fkt you know you get pretty close and i don't know when did you realize or when did you realize that when you realized that you were going to get that honestly it, so when i when i passed 1248 miles which was the length of the pnt mm -hmm. when i passed the length of the pnt like I think it was like four or something days faster than I finished the PNT in. Yeah. And I felt great. Yeah. That's when I was like, I got this. Okay. And then two days later, everything started falling apart. Right. Right. So it kind of set you back. So it set me back and it kind of humbled me. And then, so I come, I'm into the desert and I'm really trying to like break Timothy Olsen's supported record. And then the rhabdo come or whatever it was comes back. And and then I'm and then I'm just so exhausted. And then the heat comes in. Oh, and then the heat comes in and it starts like locking up my hands. I can't move my fingers. I can't clip my 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 backpack straps. I'm struggling to open my water bottle lids because oh. it's so hot. And I was like, I'm not posting anything that's on Facebook until I finish. Yeah, <laughs> I have to make sure I just finish. Like, yeah. And and I was so weak and so tired and like I gave I'm like doing everything I could possibly do. Yeah. And I'm only, and I'm barely getting 50 miles in and I'm like, I can't break Timothy Olsen's record. Yeah. And so I'm like, that's done. I'm like, what? It, it's over. Like, okay, now I just have to break the self-supported. Yeah. And I just, I gave up on the supported records. Right. And I was like, I just have to finish yeah. without permanently damaging my kidneys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was, I mean, it was a struggle. Like, I mean, I only... I mean, I had a few days over 50 miles in the desert, but most of my days in the desert were only 50 miles. Yeah. The last three days sucked. I was just trying to finish. Yeah. You're just ready to be done. Yeah. Well, how did, how did that, when, when did it feel to finish? You got there and you saw the, the monument that's there. Yeah. Right? And, and, and. Oh, it was and, amazing. And what did you like, and where did you finish it? Like, I don't, I don't remember. What was your last day mileage and how? 
the last two days was like 84 or 86 miles total. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and what time of day did you feel? It was like, it, it was like one, one or one thirty or something. Okay. I, I, it was in the middle of the day. Yeah. So you got- I, I, I was moving so slow. Yeah. I was, I mean, I was giving everything I had, but I was moving so slow. Yeah. I ran out of food and water hours before I finished. Yeah. I was rationing my food that last morning. Yeah. Since the previous night. Okay. So like, yeah, you were like, just, I just got to get this. I got I to gotta get there. Yeah. Like I remember my very last piece of food was a, was a bag of sour Skittles. <laughs> and I made that last for three hours. Wow. And then I still had four hours to finish after that. Yeah. And so I see the monument and I'm like, finishing. Dude. And then I see Hannah and she gets out of the car. She runs towards me. Mm. We hug before I finish. Yeah. And then then I'm like, I have to finish. And I almost like push her out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) How close were you? You were right there. Dude, we were like 20 feet from it. You know, so I go, I go, I take a picture next to the monument. So the time's over. And then, you know, I, and then I rehug Hannah and then, you know, I start crying. Yeah. Like it was just glorious. Yeah. Like I'm done. Yeah. I don't have, I don't have to do this anymore. Even though it was the funnest thing I've ever done in my life. I was yeah. really ready to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a video like there was for the PNT of you crawling to the <laughs> afterwards? And your wife do it. Dun, 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 dun. No. Okay. No, actually, no. You were doing a walk. So the difference. So the P, after the PNT, I was like physically hurting so bad. Yeah. After this one, it was more of an exhaustion. Yeah. That I okay. can't even describe. Yeah. Like, just think of the most exhausted you've ever been. Yeah. And then times that by ten. Yeah. And then times that by ten. Oh, okay. You were just spent. Completely spent. And so, like, I imagined, like, I told Hannah, like, 10 days before I finished, I was like, hey, I'm probably going to want to spend some time at the monument, you know, just to kind of, like, take it in, you know, take it in, you know, like, we're, we're already here, like, let, while I'm there, let me soak it in. Yeah. And I get there, I, you know, I take my picture, and then I'm like, I need food. <laughs> like, give me something. Like, do you like it? So she gives me Dr. Pepper, and I'm just, like, chugging it. Like, I'm yeah. so thirsty. And then, and then I'm like, okay, let's actually get like a good picture by the monument. Yeah. And we take two pictures like super fast. And then I'm like, let's go eat. I am hungry. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even change clothes. Yeah. You know, like we go eat and then we start heading towards the Airbnb. How good did that shower feel? I actually didn't take a shower that night. I was too tired. (laughs) I took a shower the next day. Oh. I, I, I got to ask you this question before I get deep on you. How did you deal with the chafing this time? Because, uh, you know, I hadn't didn't hear a story about naked Nick on the trail. So I stopped wearing sh- my shorts on day three. Oh, so there was. Uh, uh, <laughs> so there was naked Nick on the trail. No, it wasn't no. naked. I was oh. just wearing the underwear. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, which which ones did you wear? The EXO uh, 3.1 okay. EXO skin underwear. Yeah, EXO underwear. Yeah. So it worked, worked well for you. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Okay. Because I saw some of your pictures and I. It looked like you were just wearing those, which they're kind of like tights. I mean, yeah, like they like no one thought I was in my underwear. Yeah, they passed the shorts. Okay, yeah, so they work for you. Yeah, did you get the mid the mid thigh ones or how how long? Um, were they I, well, I had one pair of the longer ones and three pairs of the shorter ones. Okay, and you had some in your supply. Yeah, yeah. Okay, 
And right. I mean, two of the pairs ended up getting some pretty big holes in the butt. Okay. And it was just, well, you know, well, I'm a through hiker. They understand. Yeah. Like I smell and I'm filthy anyways. Like a little bit of cheek hanging. Hannah even made a comment when I finished. She's like, you know, you have a, you have a giant hole in your butt, right? I don't like it's been there for a while. <laughs> so shout out to Exoskin. You know, those, those things, things work. They probably still, a uh, a code from the podcast. If you want to get a discount or something, I don't know. You know yeah. I'm, I used it. Run, yeah. Mm-hmm. Run the riot or run the riot 10 or something. I don't know. Anyway, I'll find it. So, so that, okay. I needed to find out about that. So that worked out. So that you. fixed the nether regions. That fixed the nether regions. All right. And then like, I mean, I, on the PNT, I experienced back chafing okay. as well. And so I think maybe because I'd hiked so much this year, like, you know, a lot of my areas, like skin areas had toughened up. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't, you know, but I was very proactive in any spot that I knew, like even, yeah. under, you know, under my armpits. Yeah. Like if anything, so I had like a phrase that I would tell myself on a regular basis that this is constant proactive self-preservation. Yeah. And so like constantly, like since day one, I was like, what, you know, like I would ask myself, what, what do I need? Yeah. You know, if, if if anything was even slightly irritated, I would apply like some friction defense. Yeah. Or, you know, okay, what do I need? You know what? I think I need more calories right now. I'm like, oh, I think I need some electrolytes right now. And so I was constantly trying to be, pro- be proactive. Yeah. Just evaluate what we want to eat. Yeah. Because, because especially that distance, those things will snowball. Yeah. Get out of control pretty quick. And they were snowballing at yeah, the end. Yeah, there was some, even with that, you're yeah. still having some snowball, snowball effect. But it, but it was almost a bit of relief. Like when, within the last fight, like I got this really nasty, like, I don't know if like my right big toe is infected or there's something going on with it, but it started happening like five days before I finished. Yeah. And I was like, there's only five, five more days. days. Who cares? He's <laughs> going. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and with your permission, I'd like to, po- I'd like to post the before and after picture. The, and I know you posted the after picture uh-huh. on, on, on social media, but what did you weigh before you started? 189. 189. And that was actually with, losing weight before the PCT because I wanted to weigh less so I'd have less impact on my ankle. Right. So you had already cut a little weight or, you know, or, you know, lost a little weight on yeah. purpose. So 189 at the start. And what did you weigh at the finish? 166. It's a lot of weight, man. Yeah. And that was actually the next day after I ate a full pizza and I had like a half gallon of chocolate milk and was, <laughs> so I probably weighed less. That was after, yeah. So that was after pigging out. Some gluttony. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I mean, looking at you, I mean, you obviously, you're still, you know, it's two weeks later, but you're still, you're still underweight and uh, you, you, your body ate a lot of itself. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was, it was worth it. Yeah. It was worth that it. Was, so what, awesome. which, which, is there anything that you would do differently if you were to go do it again or, if, you know, or looking back, if you knew what you knew, know now? What would you have done differently as far as, as food or, or? I would have bumped up to 1200 calories packed food. Okay. Like yeah. probably as soon as I got to California. Okay. Calories. Yeah. Yeah. That'd have been a big, for uh, sure. Big, big thing. Okay. Yeah. Cool. No, that's good to, it's good to know. Now, now let's, I want to, I want to get like a, a little, a little deep here, but what did you learn? What did you learn about Nick on this, man? What did you learn about you? You spent all this time with yourself. You dealt with all these issues out there. What did you learn about yourself out here? 
I'm a crybaby. You did you get video of it? Because I know on your I did your, your thing. We need to talk about your book real quick too. But I know that the, the video for it. You took a picture like today sucks, and I just yeah. it's like I, I I laugh when I uh -huh. see it, but then I'm like I, I appreciate the realness of it that you that you showed that because everybody wants to show the yeehaw and the uh -huh. mountain you know video and all that stuff. But how 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 often did you get down? You know early. I think I cried maybe a, a couple of times or so in the first half. Yeah. But then after that stretch between Side Valley and Bernie Falls, where I was so sleep deprived trying to make that resupply. Yeah. That night is like when it really hit me. Yeah. And I mean, I was so tired. I think I, I may have cried every day after that point. Just, just, you just get so fatigued. Yeah, I do. I mean, one time I'm talking to Fawn on Facebook Messenger. Yeah. And she's, and she's like encouraging me. She's like, it's so exciting to see how well you're doing. Cause I'm still averaging 55, 56 miles a day at this point. Yeah. And I'm like, and she's like, it's so encouraging to see how well you're doing, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm just ready to see Hannah. Yeah. And then I just start bawling. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, and just, yeah. So that was, I, that was the first cry I recorded. And then I'll, cause I didn't make a mental note before I started. I was like, I want to, I want to document the rough stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I did not document all the rough stuff because, right. I mean, some of it you're just like, I have to get through. Yeah. There was, I mean, like towards the end, I mean, I mean, like sometimes I would, I mean, I, f I f fell so many times and sometimes I'd fall and I would just start crying, not because I was hurting. Yeah. I mean, it hurt, but the cry wasn't from the hurt. It was crying because I'm tired of falling. Yeah. And I gotta get back up and yeah, it's you know, not productive. Yeah, not at all. And then like, you know, I turn a corner and I'd see rocks in the trail, and I would just start crying. You gotta cross that. God, like, why are there so many rocks out here? Like, this is the PCT. It's supposed to be smooth yeah, and easy. Yeah. Um, and you know, and then I would see uh, there's there's a lot of sharp bushes in the desert. What, what? sharp? Sharp bushes. Okay. Sharp yeah, bushes. Yeah. Like they'll cut your legs yeah, yeah. walking through them. Yeah. Like make you bleed. Yeah. I'd see that in you and you would you learn to spot that specific bush. Okay. There's like there's like three bushes that'll like really rough you up and one that'll make you bleed. Yeah. And I'd see that bush and I'd just start crying. Like because I have to navigate through that. Like <laughs> yeah, you so you're just you just raw. I mean you're raw. Yeah. You're exhausted. And Okay, so you jokingly said that you learned that you're a crybaby, but through all that, being just exhausted, emotionally fried, like you still kept moving forward. You still like dealt with the hurricane. You dealt with, you know, you should have stopped people, you know, all the, 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 the people, whatever. And you kept moving, like you kept doing it, even in the middle of crying, you know? And so that's, that's, that says a lot about, about you, man, you know? Thank you. I mean, really, seriously, like, because some people get to that point, they're like, they're done. I'm done. That's it. I'm, I'm doing this. And yeah, you did it. You cried because of the bush, because of the rock, because of the fall. I think you posted a picture on Facebook and you lay in there and you said, this is... This, nice, this is just how I take naps now. I fall and I just stay here for a minute. You know, someone take a break. Take I'm a, already down. It might as well. Yeah. There's a rock in my back, whatever. Yeah. You know, but, 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 but you, you kept moving. You kept, you kept going. That, that, 
that says a lot. I mean, it says a lot. Like that, that you, so to kind of bring me to my next kind of question, you did this thing and what was your why? Like, why? Cause I have, I have a friend, I post races that I did or something. He's, he always goes, why, you know, hundred miles, why, you know, so 2,600 miles, why? I, I, I guess, I guess I had five different whys. Okay. And I would actually repeat them to myself sometimes. Okay. When the hurricane hit, I was like, there was actually one. Now, when I say this, I'm not trying to devalue the first four, just trying to emphasize how rough the moment was. Okay. But there was when the hurricane hit and I was like, so exhausted and tired. I was, I was almost like, I was like, screw the first four. God just gave me five. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, so the first one was, was for our kids. Now we don't have kids yet, Yeah. but partially because I mean, this is a big goal of mine and I wasn't going to let it go. Like, but I, I didn't, I wanted to finish it before we had kids because I didn't want to take a two month break away from my kids. Yeah. Plus the recovery afterwards where I wouldn't be worth anything. Yeah. And then also I wanted our kids to know that you can do hard things. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that we should do hard things. Yeah. You know, we're humans. We're supposed to push, push ourselves to the limit, you know, go all out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, live life in abundance. Yeah. Go after our dreams. Yeah. And I believe actions speak louder than words. Yeah. You can say that all day, but if you're not living it. Yeah. Yeah. And two, my number, number two, why was actually for Hannah because I mean, she's sacrificed so much for me to be able to do this. Yeah. You know, all the training I've done, you know, working up to this, her putting up with me talking about the PCT nonstop for two years. <laughs> it's yeah. a, I honestly felt like she deserved for me to, get the record more than I deserve to get the record. Yeah. Um, She's made sacrifices. Yeah. Yeah. Number three was actually kind of a selfish thing. It was, I I knew there would be some publicity for it and I wrote a book and I was like, this will help with book sales. You know, I'll get a little bit more publicity. Yeah. Because I'm a nobody. No one knows who I am. Like, I just like outside and... Yeah. I think I had like 11 followers on Instagram before this, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, like in half of those were family members. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, the, the fourth one was for fun. Yeah. Like I just, you know, it's gotta be for fun. Yeah. And then the fifth was Yahweh yeah. and it was cool. Cause like every time I would say like my five, I would smile on the last one. That's good. Yeah. Man. That's good. Yeah. I like that, man. I don't know how it's for Yahweh, but God, you just figured that out. God put it in you to, to enjoy his creation and, and enjoy doing these things mm-hmm. that he put the ability in you, you know, I, I, like you've heard me say before, I'm mining that potential, you know, and that's what you're doing, man. You mind that, but you mind a bunch of potential on this one, dude. Oh man. So let's talk about, let's talk about the book because I definitely want people to check it out. I was going to tease you, I figured I was going to tease you online when you posted about the book. But I figured I'd wait for the podcast. And I was like, so you need to do the audio and you need to read it, you know? And so, <laughs> do you read audio- an audio book? Yeah. That, cause, cause you have a, you, like, if I heard your voice, I would know it's you. I've heard you talking like just the way you carry yourself and all. And I think it would be awesome and hilarious to hear you read your book and, you know, be you in the book or whatever. I think, I think you should do it. Anyway, oh, yeah. I do a lot of audio. I okay. listen to a lot of audio books, but I'll probably get the book and read it. I mean, I will, I will get it either, either way, but uh, so I guess I'll have to get the, the book book then if you don't do um, an audio book. 
You're the second person that's told me to do that. So I probably will do an audiobook. Okay. Eventually. Eventually, yeah. It takes time. Just because that's another revenue source. Hey, you, you know. <laughs> you go with that. Um, Mr. Businessman. But, but yeah, but no, I'll, yeah, it'll be the book for sure first. So, so tell everybody, because we, you know, this is our third podcast together. Yeah. You know, it kind of seems like we're doing it at each FKT. Yeah. We're, we're, we're meeting up. And so this so was. honored. Well, wow, I love it. It's fun, man. And we get to do it in person. That's that's cool. That makes it more fun, too. Yeah, it's more fun. So your first one, it, you did it on the on your adventure of the, the PNT FKT. Yeah, so the book is about the Pacific Northwest Trail FKT record that I got. Okay. It's, it's basically a memoir. It's essentially just a day-by-day nice. account of it with a couple of chapters for some background. Okay. My wife wrote a chapter at the end. And my mom wrote a chapter at the end. My mom's chapter is hilarious. Okay. <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious. Like right. the way she talks about me as a kid. Nice. Um, in fact, I'll have to see if I can like look up some lines. I should have had these prepared already. Just read like one little excerpt from that. Well, while, you, while you're looking it up, I, I think I want to encourage people to go back and look, go back and listen to the podcast on it. And the funny thing is, and why I, why I, I want to go back and read, I want to read it, even though we talked about it is you didn't know hardly anything about, I mean, like you were winging a lot of this thing for the, for this FKT and you've learned so much since then. And I don't know, I, I just know it's going to be, going to be hilarious. It was, the whole book is definitely, it goes through a lot of failures and a lot of hard lessons. Yeah. Yeah. A lot um, of teachable moments there. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of teachable moments. If 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 it weren't for the PNT, the experiences on the PNT, I would not have finished the PCT the way I did. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Jeff Garmeyer also wrote my forward. Oh, nice. Yeah, and he did an excellent job. He gave it to me, like right after I finished the PCT. Yeah. So I was like kind of still emotional when he gave it to me, and I was like, oh, I'm like, dude, Jeff, like you're so awesome. Um, did you cry again? <laughs> I probably did. I probably did. So. Here's a quick line from okay. from the expert. Wow, I forgot about some of these other stories. So sorry, this is taking long. Keep talking, David. Oh, okay, okay. Well, well, while you're doing that, can you do that and, and tell people where to find you and where to? Oh yeah. So pntbook.com. Okay. I've got like a little overview video. If you want to sneak that, I'm not even giving the first chapter away for free. Okay. That way, you know, you can read the first chapter and decide if you actually want to finish reading the book or not. Yeah. And then you can pre-order the book on that website as well right now. Okay. My goal is to have physical copies out. I'm promising before the end of the year, but my okay. goal is before Thanksgiving. It Will it be in Kindle also? Yeah. It'll be, okay. it'll be ebook and, okay. and physical book. Nice, nice. And I'll have all those links in the show notes. Be sure to, you know, go there and check that out and I'll have those. Those links and links to the last uh, couple episodes, if you want to go back and hear those. But uh, no, man, that's... uh... All right, so here's one line. Once when he was probably about five years old, I went into the playroom to find a rope crudely tied to the leg of our sofa and then hanging out the high ranch house window. He was learning how to rappel on his own. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) See, God put that in you, man. Yahweh put it in you to... To be repelling and, and adventuring. Yeah. And then it's like when I was a baby still in diapers, the child had scaled the six foot fence to go exploring the yard behind ours. He wasn't even out of diapers yet. <laughs> um, yeah. I like it. 
That's awesome. Yeah. That's good. So, That's good. well, I want to encourage everybody to, to, to check it out and uh, listen to the, the previous podcasts. And so right now I know in the immediate nowness, you've got recovering to do. You've been, have you been doing, you know, stretching, eating, just trying to. Hannah keeps telling me I need to stretch, but all I've been doing is, is eating and resting. Okay. Well, except for today and yesterday, yesterday I went and had lunch with a friend. Yeah. So it's all about eating. You just want to eat somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah. Um, but today, you, you know, drove out here and you gingerly walked out. Yeah. To here. Um, but no, I'm I'm starting to feel better. I mean, yeah, it's just amazing. Like I was expecting to hurt worse physically. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sore. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. yeah. But like, it's the toll was not a physical pain toll. It was a complete exhaustion. Right. So like your whole. And it's one of those things where, yeah, you have your physical things that need to kind of heal up your muscles and mm -hmm. all that, but like your whole system, your your body systems need to recover. You yeah. Because like, you've taxed everything. And so it's just going to take time. What are you, I always ask it and I hate to ask it, but like, what, what are you, what are you thinking for the, for next year? Or like, you know, after you recover, you know, what's, what's, what's next? Yeah. I mean, after something, I mean, this is epic. This is huge. Like, what do you, what do you do after this? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, actually, yeah. That's that's um, an even that's a more exhausting adventure, man. I mean, I have I have a giant to do list. Yeah, that's been growing, and I've been putting it off yeah. for years because I've been I've been putting stuff off to focus on the PCT. You got to catch up on life, I guess. Or, yeah. Or, I mean, you've been living life, but you got to catch up on some other things. Yeah. Other parts. Catch of up life. on responsibilities. Yeah. I'm gonna take a break from hiking for a bit. Yeah. What's What's funny is like you know when I had like up until yesterday. I did not even want to think about hiking again. Yeah. But yesterday I started itching again. <laughs> Already? Yeah. I was just like, what if, I'm, like, I texted Fawn. I was like, what if, what if I didn't even take a quilt with me on the OT and I just, like, took trail naps as needed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know? And then I also, I had, I had a couple, a couple trails in mind as backup plans for the PCT, FKT. Like, if, if it caught fire before I started yeah. or if, like, there was a closure and it wasn't going to work out. Yeah. So I did have some backup plans and I had mapped out those trails and planned where I'd resupply. Yeah. And so now I'm kind of, since I planned those trails out, I'm just kind of curious, like, how <laughs> yeah. fast I could do those. Yeah. Well, you take your time. Let yourself heal up. Yeah. Pray through it. And I'll be I'll be watching, and we'll get you on when you do it again. Yeah. When you it, do it'll, it'll be a while, though. Yeah. It'll yeah. be a while. Yeah. I don't know. My neighbor wants me to retire. Yeah. He was like, are you retired yet? This is what your goal was. This is what you started all this whole thing for. That's hard, man. Yeah. Even with my knee jacked up and stuff, I still want to run. I still want to go do stuff. So I'm still doing it. It's so fun. Yeah. Getting out there and seeing what you can do, man. It's, yeah. The human body is amazing. It is. It is. It is. Well, man. And I feel like I'm just now figuring stuff out. Like, yeah. Like, well, and I hate to say this, but like you learned so much about this doing the, the, the PCT. Like if you did the PCT again, like you probably get learn yeah i'm not i'm not if hannah's listening i'm not encouraging this i'm just saying just saying we learn I, every I, time a couple i think last week i was i had told hannah i was like what if this didn't happen and what if this didn't happen and what if i had more calories like do you think i could have finished five days faster she smack you pretty much like not physically yeah. but but <laughs> but with her eyes and verbally she yeah. was like you're not doing the pct again <laughs> i hear it 
I, I was like, I wasn't saying I was going to. Just, I was just like, just, what if? Just what if? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. So, well, man, thanks for coming and sharing. And uh, kudos again, man. You, you, huge. I mean, it's a big, big goal. And you went out and you did it. I mean, somebody's going to have to hurt themselves pretty good to get out and break your FKT self-supporting. Yeah. I mean, you said it. Well, if they don't have a hurricane, then that gives them a 41-hour head start. There you go. <laughs> yeah. They're still going to have to work for it, though, man. You put some serious work in. So so congratulations, and uh, I'm a fan. Thank you. Thank you. It was right. fun. All right. When you do your next one, we'll, we'll meet again. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs>